Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the Soul Medicine Psychic Podcast. I'm your guide, Bernice Bisson. I have been a professional psychic, medium, and astrologer for 30 years and have read for thousands of people all over the world. Many of those readings have been recorded by my clients. In this podcast, I invite clients back to share their recordings. As we flash back, we get to listen in on some of the original predictions and, in their own words, share some heartwarming stories, a few inspiring outcomes, and some unbelievable accuracies. I invite you to join us for a new journey each episode and come experience a little soul medicine for yourself. Something in the air, always something in the air. And in this flashback episode, we hear from lovely Lori. She's had many readings with me over the years, and today she shares with us one of her original recordings from a tarot reading with me from several years ago. Lori is a fun-loving, positive-vibe kind of gal. You may remember her from a previous Soul Medicine Psychic podcast episode. And if you've booked an appointment with me over the last several years, that's the Lori. Although we originally met as a client relationship, she later came to work with me. Ironically, I may have made that very prediction in this particular session Lori shares with us today. At the time, she was coming out of a pretty dark place, and she was looking to explore her life path journey forward, and what came from that faded session was some amazing predictions, and we get to hear all about those insights right after this. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network, or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. Something in the air, always something in the air. Welcome to the Soul Medicine Psychic Podcast with your guide, Bernice Besson. Welcome back. Lori 
is here to share her reading from about four or five years ago. Lori's had several readings with me over the last few years, but this one she just wanted to share some of the incidents that really did come from it that she found pretty profound. And I just want to say welcome, Lori. Welcome and thank you for joining me. And so let's get into it. So, um, Lori, how did we initially meet? Well, we met out in Lactabani uh, when you came out every second weekend to read. That's right. It was at a good friend of ours shop and Shauna, who owns the shop in Lee River uh, Gifts, is a beautiful little place. And I would read out of this wonderful pagoda on the river and it was just exquisite. And all these people would come during the day and Lori was one of them. And since then, Lori and I have read her several times and then eventually Loria came to work with me and she's the woman who books your readings, just so you know. And so, but our initial meetings were really through readings. And so Lori's here to talk about a particular reading that uh, she shared the recording with us. Maybe share with us, maybe some of the, the bigger things that kind of came to you or came up for you, why you're here to share or what you're here to share today. Well... I think I'm sharing because from the first time you read for me, my life started on a trajectory that was complete and total opposite of anything I was living at that time. It was. So did you think when I was telling you these things in that moment, did you think, did you think, man, this lady's crazy. How does she even know? Well, actually, uh, no, I didn't because I've been surrounded by psychics my whole life. I waited for you to find me for two years, which we talked about in another little podcast that we had that's right yeah you finally found me and you were telling me things that nobody knew but myself and the quiet of the night and it was uh, confirmation that I wasn't crazy that I wasn't imagining things and it gave me food for thought that carried me through well it's probably been an eight or nine year journey and so just talk about uh, your sort of psychic background. What does that, what does that look like? Who, who was psychic in your family? I grew up with aunties, my mother. They just always knew things. My mother would know when somebody had passed away. Um, I had an auntie that lived on the other end of the country that we saw maybe once every two years. Every single time that woman phoned, you know, the days where the phone was on the wall, every single time that my auntie Jessie phoned, my mom would say, oh, there's Jessie. And it always was right down to, I took my mother home when she passed away to, to take care of her for the couple of days at home. It was a very short time and she hadn't spoken for a couple of days and the phone rang and she mumbled something and I put my, my ear in her mouth and she said, that's Jessie. And it was, and they, you know, she couldn't talk, but she just listened, but she was always like that. When I had my children, I'd get a phone call from my sister going, mom's having labor pains. What's going on? I'm like, I'm on my way to the hospital. So she just always knew that. I understand. My grandmother died long, long, long before I was born. She always knew. Uh, apparently, there's lots of stories out there that she knew things. Um, and it's my children have been the same. My granddaughter is the same. I was the person that would I would go to a soccer game and scan the crowd. I think I'll go sit with that person. And next thing. You know, this woman would start telling me, you know, my husband, you're going to think this is crazy, but my husband is having these psychic experiences. <laughs> and I go, no, I don't think you're crazy at all. I think you're pretty normal. Mm -hmm. So they've just always surrounded me. 
And, you know, oftentimes the feedback I get from people that you that you booked and they finally come to see me for the reading and they're like, I just love Lori. She just knew what was going on for me. And she was such a good ear to talk to and really got me prepared. So, so yeah, you have some great gifts and sounds like you it comes and comes with the family genes. Well, I feel very honored to be working with you. It's 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 a life theme that I that I feel very blessed be surrounded by and I really do I, I feel humbled and honored by it so yeah, thank so you I thank you to all our clients to open up and feel safe enough to do that and, and you know there's times when I, I say to Lori I'm like uh, I don't know how today went I don't know sometimes I feel like maybe I'm not maybe I'm just talking I don't know maybe it's, <laughs> I'm just and then Lori always reassures me she goes you know B don't hear all the feedback that I get and thank you for that because she's a good reminder that don't be so hard on myself <laughs> not to be so hard on myself well, let's get into it. So we're here to talk about one of your readings. So take us back to, um, this was, you say, about four or five years ago. Where were you at that time in your life? What was going on for you? Well, I had had a complete and utter, utter uh, life change. My Where I was living changed. Who I was married to changed. My job changed. My circle of friends changed. Everything. Everything changed in, in the course of a couple of weeks. Wow. Which was things you had talked about years before that. In a previous reading. In a previous reading, yes. So it prepared me. It really did. It prepared me. However, it was a very difficult, very difficult transition. But, um, you know, through you and Spirit, it walked me through it. Uh, and the things I want to talk about today is the career path that it took me on mm-hmm. in that reading. That was something I desperately needed at the time for my mental health. I needed to be active. I needed to be busy. I, you know, I needed to have a purpose, a special purpose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's we kind of started off with that in the reading. Yeah, we started talking about your direction and purpose and where, where you're headed. And so why don't you talk about that a little bit? So what came up for you uh, in that time or that reading that you wanted to share? Well, after, first of all, after you, you, you had no idea what had happened in my life. As soon as I sat down, I didn't have to say anything. You just told me everything that had just changed. Everything that was going on, right down to the financial status. I didn't waste any time. They, I just got no, right into you got it. straight into it. Right straight into it. And then once you started pulling the cards after you pretty much laid the foundation to that Spirit was telling you everything that was going on that was so bang on. Uh, then once you started laying down the cards, you started talking about, well, you will be going back to work. And I, of course, I said, oh, I need to so bad. And because of course, you were retired at this time, right? Yes. So you were retired. You weren't working at the shop yet. No. So I didn't know any of this at this point. Three things came up yeah. in that reading and bang, bang, bang over the next two, two and a half years. Yeah. One after another, after another happened. The first thing you went was, well, you need to have a boutique or work in, work in a dress shop. <laughs> and the <laughs> shop that you were in was connected to a boutique dress shop yeah, owned by Shauna, yeah. who I don't know if you really knew how good friends we were. No, I didn't. I <laughs> Because you have to understand, when I was reading you from the shop, it was whoever was coming into the shop. And 
I was booked along with whatever other readers were at my shop yeah. and there would just be a list of names and this, and, with, and people used fake names all the time, by the way. They sure do. And it's quite comical. Sometimes we get movie stars names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People use fake names, which is cool. I love that. I yeah. love that when people try to like fake their name and we didn't take phone numbers or anything. It was just, you know, their first name and then, you know, Gloria or whoever was at the front of the shop would say, Oh, your appointment's here. And it would, or and oftentimes it'd be walk-ins. And so I would not know who referred who, how you were connected. And so that was, yeah, that's interesting for it to actually wind up be connected to a beautiful woman. I'm just going to give some honor to her yes. name was Shauna. She owns Lee River Gifts. If you're ever in the Lac de Bonnie area and you love beautiful clothing and shiny objects, that is the place for you. Her and I had shared my shop and her shop together on Provencher for a little while as she was going through her own life transition. And so it was really great. What a magical place. Beautiful. And it just brought so many beautiful people like Lori into our realm. And so let's talk about that. So you wanted to go back to work. You're like, oh my God, my mental health. And we came up in your reading and we had sort of, I unloaded a bunch of stuff on you as soon as you walked in. Oh yes. And so well, let's talk about, so you needed to work in a shiny boutique clothing uh, store. I needed to work in a shiny boutique clothing store. And probably within about a week, Shauna reached out to me knowing, hearing about my transition and not from me, <laughs> not from Bernice, no, and offered me a job. You're going to work again. And I'm going to say you're getting a whole different life. You should have a boutique or something, honestly, honey. Mm -hmm. You would just hear me out. Do not mm -hmm. go back to your old J-O-B. I don't care what you did. You might work in somebody's boutique because I see you working in customers and helping people and talking and being more outgoing because you don't have to be the boss. You don't have to be attached. You don't have to... And you can just enjoy what you do. See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. This is the big change for you. It's not of necessity. This is going to be because you're going to enjoy working with people. Go work in retail for God's sake. Or go work in customer service. Or go in something where you get to have see people's satisfaction in the moment you're with them. I didn't realize, of course, until after I go back and listen to all the readings, that, oh my gosh, that's exactly what she said. Well, and I encourage clients to do that because I'm usually reading in a window of about seven years. Like I'm really not going 25 years down the road. I'm going about maybe five, six, three, four, five, six years down the road. Like it's in your trajectory. If you continue to choose what you're choosing, this is where you're headed. I mean, you can take a left at any time, but if you continue to choose what you're choosing, this is where you're headed. And so, so within that short period of time, you wind up getting a job with Sha with Shauna. After that, you talked about that retail would come down the road somewhere. You talked more and more about the retail. It would be helping people because that was my personality. You know, I, I, I love people. You talked about retail. And then around that retail, as you were pulling cards, you said, but it's in a huge building and education is going to be connected to it somehow. And... Then after a few more cards, then you said, and there'll be physicality to it. There'll be extreme physicality to it. So I thought, well, this is interesting that that's also coming down the road. Then, and you said, and I said, you know, and I'm just, I'm just not even sure where to apply. You said, that, well, there'll be a recruiter. You're getting a job. And you know, it's, it's interesting because I feel like uh, you might have a recruiter or somebody you talk to who'll get you this job, but I'm just kind of it might be in a school. But it might be a post-secondary school, like it could be like a college, a university, an institution, a shelter, something like that, because it feels like it's a big, whatever this is, is big. 
big. It's a big place. Mm. And I feel like I keep seeing the, the uh, institution of education around you. I'm not sure why, but it's you're not, getting, it's not just applying blankly out of a paper. Whatever this is, you're going somewhere that's a big, this is a huge place, whatever it is, it's huge. And I just feel like, like in physical structure or in like, it wouldn't be just a small little mom and pop shop. It shows me, yeah, this is you working and you know, it has some physical labor to it. There's something physical about this too. Interesting. So here's the story. Now, after working for Shauna for a period of time, um, she's moving and, you know, it was fine where she was moving to. They already had employees, so there wasn't going to be a room for me and that was fine. So there I was, and I think I told this story in other podcasts, but there I was in Lululemon with my friend Karen. Yeah. And um, I'd never been in a Lululemon store in my life. I'm standing there looking at the clothes and the men's clothes. And I say to Karen, oh, you know, Jesse just, my son, Jesse, he just, he loves the man's clothes. He wears them all the time. And (laughs) I hear this voice beside me that says, well, maybe you should work here. And I turn and look at this man and I went, maybe I should. They handed me a job that day. And there had been a huge, (laughs) there had been a huge call. They they had interviewed something like 800 or 1,000 people. And they handed me a job that day. Well, it was when they post jobs for Lululemon, yeah. they call them educators. No. <laughs> Funny. Educators and, about the product, I guess. Yeah. Yes, to educate them about the product, educate the, the clients about the product. And it's in a huge building. It's in Polo Park. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So funny. In retail. In retail. Oh. So all of that, all of that happened. And it just, it was like one little prediction after another that, that guided me through it. So mm-hmm. I did. I, you know, I... Having those predictions, I felt helped settle me and just let the process happen because I was, you know, I was quite anxious at the time and I would say things to you and you'd go, honey, just let it happen. Just let it play out. Yeah. So, you know, when spirit tells you those things, it it does, it helps settle the anxiety and, and it brings faith. I tell people, you don't have to force this. If it showed up in your reading, don't look for it. Allow it to come mm-hmm. to you. Like if a certain name or a certain person or uh, a certain situation and people will have their arms crossed and their legs crossed and they'll be looking at me with a no in their face, even in a mask. And I'll be like, <laughs> ah, I know you're saying that except for spirits telling me something different and just allow it. Don't look for it. It will find you. That is why it's showing up and you have free will. You can turn down anything that shows up. You don't have to agree to it. Just know spirit doesn't want you broadsided. They don't want you sideswiped. And that's why they're showing up. They're saying, here's a signpost. When you see it show up, mm-hmm. You were right there, you know, we're right there with you. And so they were right there with you at Lululemon. (laughs) And it was a wonderful journey that I had with them. Oh, nice. It was absolutely wonderful. And the physicality, not only working in the store, but at that time, Lululemon would give you a sweat budget. So they expected you to go out into the community and work out at any workout studio that you could get into to represent the company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I learned to, I fell in love with spinning. I got the healthiest physically I'd ever been in my life. I got into yoga. So there was a lot of physicality to it. Yes, thank you, Spirit. So from Lululemon, because your journey did not stop there. Nope. The third thing you said in that reading as well in the cards were, oh, honey, you'd make an excellent event booking coordinator. (laughs) You know, you'd also, you'd be a great coordinator if you coordinated events, if you coordinated stuff like that as a job. Like, I just feel like you need to be this people person out and talking, not selling things because I don't like think you like to pressure people. No, 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 no. 
And it was funny because I don't remember making that prediction when I asked her. I asked her because she was working in the clothing store, like an honorable sort of employee. And I had her started to do some, like while she was doing that, doing receipt work and getting that all organized while she was sort of working there. And then I knew Spirits just said, you should hire Lori to be your booking coordinator. I needed someone to schedule everything, just book appointments for me. And I don't have to boss around. So she's not really my employee. She's kind of like this angel in the works who just makes sure appointments happen. And so people contact her and she just does that. And what was so funny is the very first thing she said to me is, well, you know, but I like you. And if we're friends, I don't know that I want to work with you. And I'm like, you don't have to work with me. You'll never have to see me. I promise. (laughs) And that's kind of true. (laughs) We barely see each other. But and it's worked out for several years from there. And you do make a wonderful booking coordinator, oh, by the way. I'm so blessed. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, those are some crazy predictions from that reading. Then I hadn't quite told you, because it went on for a little while before we actually did seal the deal, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. We'd golf, we'd do things. And then one night I came to your home as well, and you read for me. And we talked a little bit about it. I didn't completely commit, but I was planning to. But after the read, I was going to yeah. tell you. We're going to talk about it a little bit more. So now you're reading for me and <laughs> these cards come up in yours. Well, you said, oh, all these dead people want to talk to you. <laughs> and I still didn't quite get it either. And I went, oh, dead people want to talk to me. That's interesting. Then you flipped a card and in the center of it was you. And you went, oh, there's me. Oh, the dead people. The dead people are going to be my dead people that want to talk to you. <laughs> revelation that we both had that we were you know the yeah. dead people would be coming to me to get booked to talk yeah. to you to, uh, and and they do now <laughs> and they do and, and we had do. quite the laugh about that yeah yeah and then yeah. you said look at us it's like we're like this look how happy we're going to be together and we sure, we sure have funny right yeah. and it's a, I you know it's funny because I have shown up in people's readings and I've always find that fascinating when I'm like what am I doing in your reading like because I don't I never inject my people, my dead people or myself. Like, for instance, if I have a seance, I'm the medium of the table. I message the table, but I don't go on the table because literally my mom is super pushy and my mom comes in every single time and wants to talk about everything and wants to tell us things. So when I show up in people's readings, I'm like, we are so going to have a history together. I can't will the history. Like I can't make it. I can only see the signpost because at that point she can say, I'm not working with you. That would be that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But I'm just glad that the dead people were like, no, nah, you guys are supposed to work together. Just, just do yeah. it. <laughs> and even as we go through our junior together, don't you find that something will happen and we'll go, well, yeah, me too. Like we just found oh, out about our parents. We both have a parent with the same birthday and we we're just talking about, I'm doing this uh, special event for a beautiful organization, uh, Interlake Pride. I do spirit messaging in a large group. And uh, Lori sort of shows up and just kind of keeps things on time and keeps things organized. It's on my on our parents' birthday. And we were just commenting on mm-hmm. the full moon and the parents' birthday and that my mom shows up often. I laugh because when my mom does show up, I often get a call from my sister in some way because oh, yeah. she shows up to my sister as well. So believe me, they're busy because I, I've only shown up in a couple people's readings. You were one of them. And so that I would have this history with so I love that it worked out for both of us because people ask me as a psychic can I read for myself my family myself and yes except for I also have to be really mindful not to manifest my ego 
and or manifest things. And so remember, you have to just allow things to happen. Mm-hmm. So I, I did have a psychic I saw for many years. And she is hands down the best psychic on the planet I have ever met. She's now deceased, but she lived to be 94. And she was a fourth generation reader. And I met her when I was 18. And I'm now much older than 18. But and she was kind of this harsh Ukrainian Hungarian kind of lady and with a harsh, thick accent and would be straight up about stuff. I have to be careful not to manifest things, right? Sure. And so people say, how come, you know, psychics don't win lotteries? Because I would be a menace and I would not do any of the spiritual work I'm supposed to be doing. That's why I would manifest things as opposed to allowing spirit to guide me, right? So my ego gets involved. So that's why I don't read for myself. Do I know things are coming up for me? Yep, I do. Do I sometimes go, eek, I don't want that to happen? Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. So I have to be mindful about that. But so when I show up in other people's readings, I'm like, oh, man, here I am. I guess (laughs) I guess we're somehow together. Really, something's going to happen here. (laughs) And over the years of um, readings, we've had some pretty, some pretty crazy stuff come up. And you're in a kind of a fortunate position where you get to hear from a lot of clients. And, and I do appreciate that because I'm actually a very sensitive soul. And I don't really read my reviews because I I just read. I try not to get caught in my ego. It's just what I message, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's a fine balance for me, and I really appreciate you being that. Now, is there anything else you want to share from your reading? Well, the other thing that was so beautiful and profound that as well started on reading number one, which was many, many years ago, was... The beautiful gift of my baby granddaughter. Yeah, years, like I say, the very first reading, you talked about this woman giving giving me a baby girl. And uh, pretty much everyone up until then, you talked about her. uh, And in the one where you talked about all the you know, the, the, the career changes that would come along, uh, you really focused a lot on on that happening uh, and when it would happen. And it happened pretty much within a month or two of when you predicted it would. It would happen. I find that when I talk, think about time frames, if I'm seeing it real strong, I know it's mm-hmm. like it's like imminent. It's like it's right there. Sometimes if it's a reoccurring thing, when people come back, it's like it's still in trajectory. So the timeline could be three years instead of three months. You know, I know I'm not reading 20 years down the road. I read about a seven year window and the closer, the more I harp on it or the more I yap about it. It's like right there. It's literally right there. And sometimes I don't know necessarily the players of what I'm seeing. Like I just see the man with the hair and I don't necessarily know all the details. Um, but what I find is that they'll pick out some really funny ones that just stand out. Yes. As I've matured as a reader, as a psychic, I really try to really hone in and say, okay, if you're going to keep bugging me, just tell me your darn name already. <laughs> God, you just won't leave me alone. Right. Yeah. And so I find that um, sometimes they'll just tell it to me. Then. So, okay, fine. It's this name. Otherwise I, I don't necessarily always know. I just know that they're insisting that this is going to happen. So in all my readings, in all of the work that I do, I think I I consider myself first and foremost clairvoyant, first and foremost, that I see in future. 
whether I'm reading your tea leaves or palms or cards, doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. But I think that's actually my, my gift. And after 30 plus years of recording it, that's that I just sort of affirm now, if I get it through the sea spirits or loved ones or my own, my own guides, or if I get it through, you know, your palm, or I look at it uh, in your teacup, it, it's just the language any uh, spirit wishes to share it in. Uh, it doesn't matter the language I get in if I work with your birthday or anything. It's That's my gift. And I think the reason they show me the future and specific events that people time and time again have said, there's no way. Like, right. no. Yep. Is because spirit wants you to know that when this occurs, it's like a signpost and that they're right there with you. They don't want you broadside. They want to make sure you're successful. And so I think that's why as a clairvoyant, they show me certain events is to say that we're right there with you. And sometimes people are in a state where they really need that. Mm -hmm. I hear that a lot from clients. You know, they're just, they're going through a crisis or they're grieving or they've lost their faith on their beliefs Mm -hmm. and they really need that. So when they do get that signpost from spirit, Mm -hmm. it's such a beautiful gift for them. And that is why I can't let my ego get in the way. It Mm -hmm. it has truly the gift of spirits. So you know that as you walk through these times and these events happen, that you're you're in God's hands. Well, exactly. And even when they are ones that aren't so much fun, Mm -hmm. you know, having having that heads up Mm -hmm. from spirit, as I did with so many of my readings with UB, having that heads up helped me cope with it. Mm-hmm. Help me sit in it. One other thing I sure. wanted to add that I don't have taped, yeah. but uh, it. Um, speaking about the baby girl, you did mm-hmm. say would have my mama bear's name, and she does, oh. and she talks to her all the time. Oh, I love it. She talks to her all the time. She'll, you know, she'll squink over, and her mom will say to her, "Oh, are you moving over so I can sit next to you?" She'll go, "No, making room for Maggie, who's my mother, who she's she's named after her, Maggie," and. And all the time. She's just always talking to her. And then here's the other funny thing that I don't have taped, but it was so two days before they did the reveal, we didn't think this was even going to be a possibility to have this this human being come, grand human being come and and grace us with her presence. And so two days before they revealed, had the the pregnancy reveal, you and I were golfing. And I mean, this is the this is the life with when you have a friend or a family member that's a psychic, because just out of the blue, they'll tell you stuff that makes your head go, what? And so you turned to me and you said, uh, you probably, you know, hit your golf ball. You probably made a beautiful shot, too. And said, is your daughter pregnant? And I went, no, no, I don't think so. I don't think that's going to happen, but that's OK. And you went, well, somebody is. And OK, off we went on our little journey. Well, two days later, they, my daughter and son-in-law lured me to their house. And, you know, I was sort of short on time because I was going out somewhere. And I got in and they revealed it on the Love You Forever book. She said, oh, I have a little gift for you. You need to open it. So, you know, I'm like, okay, I have to hurry. And I didn't have my glasses on. So I'm holding it far away. And on the Love You Forever book, she taped a little note that said, my mommy told me that you used to read this to her when she was a little girl. And I can't wait till you... Uh, can read it to me when I get to meet you in September. Love your grandchild. And I read it. And in the, they, of course, they're videotaping me. I yeah. didn't know it. And I took the book and I threw it on the table. And the first thing I said when I looked at her, I went, B told me two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> and she looks at me and she goes, that I was pregnant. And I went, yes. 
And then I climbed into her lap and did the ugly cry for the longest time. But, you know, and of course, it's so funny because if you ever see the reveal video, right, and then my son-in-law puts, you know, something like, don't mess with me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh, that is funny. Yeah. Uh, Well, you know, I guess the big message to know in that is that we are always protected by our grandmother's prayers. Mm. Even if you didn't know your grandma, even if you didn't appreciate who your grandma might have been in her life, just know when you hear grandmas talk about their grandbabies, about how much love they have for them, that is no joke. And that um, even after we lose our, our mothers and our grandmothers, they still protect us in their prayers. It lives forever. Yeah. It lives forever. She, my, my mother passed away. 33 years ago, and my granddaughter's four, and she's always around her, talking to her, making room for her. She told me, so, you know, she's a little bit afraid of the dark, but she said, when I'm really afraid, Maggie comes and she lays with me, and then I feel better. So beautiful. Yeah. I love it. Well, thank you, Lori, for sharing with us your incredible uh, recounts of your reading and some other experiences that you certainly had in our journey together. And I do look forward to having you back again another day. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you to Lori for sharing her amazing experience with us. And thank you to you for listening to the Soul Medicine Psychic Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and found nuggets of wisdom and magic, please leave us some stars in a review or share it with someone you think would enjoy it. If you're a previous client and would like to share your story on the show, please contact us through our website. Until next time, stay safe, stay well. So many years has gone by But I think about you, about you all the time Thanks for joining us. For social media links and to book an appointment with Bernice, visit BerniceBissonPsychic.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Remember, spirit has your greatest good at heart. Your soul is light and you are valued. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com.